can be. All right, yeah. Okay, yeah. Here we go. The weird thing I've been having to keep track of is like, I got these big over ear at whoop chip. Whip. Big... Did you just backmask <laughs> yourself in real time? That was amazing. That was an incredible noise. I just I had to dump the buffer because I said fuck. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, that is some cold coffee. Yeah, it got like cold here yesterday. I'm really happy. Yeah, it was the best. Like I woke up this morning and the heat was on. I don't think anyone ever turned it off. They just, you know, it's just set to be like keep the house at like 65, and it's just yeah. been hotter than that. So no yeah, big deal. And it just stops kicking, so it's all right. But here we start kicking when I say hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. And this is Late Night Gaiden, your uh, sleepy time nest of blankets and pillows. What? <laughs> That's where I'm feeling. What are you feeling? <laughs> gotcha. Had my last oh. final today. <laughs> oh. And it feels good. And then oh. you just like. You just immediately just like cannonballed into Axiom Verge. Didn't yeah, you? then I played Axiom Verge for five hours, more <laughs> or less. How did that go? Oh, it's a great game. Yeah. Um, I've been waiting Is for it... this game for a really long time. Um, like yeah, yeah, you have. Uh, it came out on the PS4. How long ago? A couple months, right? A couple of months. Um, hang on. Hang on, what? I wanted to try something. Oh, God, there's a button for it. What What button? Oh. I have a feeling that if we can see each other, we'll step on each other's lines less? Actually, hold on. Let, let me see. Let me see. Oh. Oh. Yeah, there's the problem. It's not fucking plugged in. That, that would be the problem. That's like number one on a script. Oh, Jesus, it works. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, did it come up with a little thing that said, Hey, you, this is what you look like. Aren't you a pretty bird? Hello. Hello. Oh, I can shrink myself down real small, weird. though. I'm on a postage stamp. Oh, I can make myself really big, so I don't even need to look at you. Yeah, right? All right, so where do I pick up from? Uh, So then you just immediately cannonballed into Axiomverse, didn't you? Yeah, I played it for like five hours, more or less. Uh, is it treating you good? Uh, I mean, you could say that it treated me well. Okay. Because I fucking, I, I finished a playthrough. Um, what was it, 93% map completion? Uh, 92, 74% 92. items. It took me just yes. shy of, I think it was about nine hours. I played a couple hours earlier in the week, and then, yeah, like five today. Okay. Okay. It's a I hell mean, of that, a game. That ain't no two hundred and eleven percent. No, it's not. I don't think it's. Did, would you say Axiom Verge clo sticks close to the classic Egovania formula? Not really. No. Okay. Um, they, you don't normally get a glitch gun. No, and there's no um, there's no like stat leveling up or anything like that. Uh, yeah, no, this isn't this isn't a uh, in anyone game. This is a Tom Hap game. A man Tom named Tom Hap made it. Tom Hap. Hap. Dude seems like he's probably all right. <clears throat> yeah, I... Dude. Dude seems like he likes another world. Yeah, and like... Giger, maybe? 
there's some there's like some mild body horror aspects to this game uh well uh, like more than just walking through alien butts i mean there's like weird tubes of pulsing red shit in the wall and it's like okay that's something and then like i don't know i found and and there's like the only other people i guess you would call them uh primarily that you meet in the game are like these giant porcelain masked robot women Ooh. i mean yeah. it's it's not so much i'm trying not to spoil the game because like it's a really great game and it's pretty you know it came out like what 2 days ago on pc but yeah. you know you'd see one of these people on you know if you go to axiomverge.com it's in the fucking the banner it's in all yeah. the promotional material is small guy and weird big lady face marble faced woman thing hanging out of the wall um what was i saying yeah it's i i got i got one power up that visually changed my guy in a way that made me like stand up and walk out of the room and pace around for a while oh that's where i was just like okay i guess this is this is this is life now just have to contend with this as we move forward this is what happened to this guy um (laughs) and it was also because like oh Ooh, did he become a gun tank? No. Did he just replace his legs with tank treads? No. Oh. Um, it was kind of weird though because it was like, it it was a non consensual power up. Oh, that's even worse. I went through some kind of secret path, found my way into a room where there was just like a syringe lying on the ground, and my dude was just like, "All right, Ooh. that's pretty weird. Um, I think I'm just gonna leave that here for now." And then one of the robot ladies was like, no, you should take that. It's going to be very useful for you. And she's like, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. And she's just like, anyway, don't even worry about it. I downloaded the the necessary information and applied it to you. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, cool. I guess that's something you can do to me. Um, Is this game Tron? Is this just ultimately like Tron? No. Is it Metatron? No. I. <sighs> Is it the voice that speaks for God? I am fairly certain that the game does not take place in some kind of like computer simulation, but uh, it might. I'm not sure. I'm fairly sure okay. that it doesn't. I mean, one of the one of the notes that I picked up uh, was basically just like a set of three axioms, and was just like existence is you know can be considered an, a, a self-replicating algorithm. Consciousness is just a sub-algorithm that exists within it. Any consciousness that exists within the algorithm that defines its reality will consider that to be reality. And it's just like, okay, that's... Okay. That sure is a thing that I found. The intro happens, and then the rest of the game you play as a nanomachine. I don't think... uh, What happens when the nanomachines create nanomachines? But, like, I mean, like, teeny, teeny, tinier ones. Those would be pico-machines. And then Pico, Pico, mach- machines. Pico machines make Femto machines. And I don't know oh. what comes after Femto. This is going to be like Middle Gear 7 and 8, isn't it? <laughs> no. Maybe. Pico I mean, machines, son. Da, 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 da. Except it's going to be like <clears throat> a match three game for Android. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Axiom Verge is really good, though. Um, I, Yo, I, do you know what else is really good? Sure. I don't. Towerfall. Tell me. Yeah, that just got like an update, right? Uh, it's an expansion. 
the it costs like eight bucks, but also like the day it came out, they put the game on sale for like four bucks. So oh, altogether, shit. it costs less than the regular game cost not on sale. Shit. Uh, I'm not sure if that's still going on, but uh, I would have bought that if I had more than like literally ten dollars free in my bank account right now. Yeah, and I need to uh, turn that into gas so I can get to my bank. Yeah. <laughs> the vicious cycle. Have you tried riding on a vicious cycle? I hear no, it runs on um contempt. It's okay. I start getting paid more uh next week, actually. I start work next week. Cool. And I work in the town where my bank is. Even better. Yeah. Walking distance. But Towerfall. Yeah, like it's really weird because they've added things. That as somebody who is often alone in the basement, I can't really take advantage of. So like they added a second, there's like a second campaign now, which supports up to four players. The original still only has two players. Ooh. Uh, but a lot of like some of the mechanics in the new one still apply or got retroactively applied to the old one, which is basically like, like if you new... have multiple players, it becomes down but not out death system. Oh, okay. Um. And, like, there's new arrow types and new variants and other weird stuff. Again, most of the stuff that's just like, all right, let's just go to multiplayer and hit random everything and see what crazy stuff happens. And that's where you get it. Goddamn. Uh, and then there's, like, four new characters. Ooh. I think some of them also have, like, their own weird unlocks. Uh, and every character gets alternate skins now, which, hey... Do you want, like, more cute little pixel people to play as? Because you got them. I do. Um, yeah. I forget. It's been a while since I played. The characters were, like, mechanically the same, right? Yes. Okay. Everyone is, is mechanically identical. And did For I... Was Towerfall... Esport competitiveness. Was Towerfall the game where one of the alt costumes was, like, Anita Sarkeesian and people got really pissed? Yeah, the the blue lady, the last of the order, is now, like, her alt is basically just Anita Sarkeesian. That's pretty rad. I bet it pissed yeah. a lot of people off. People are dumb. Like, it's just... No, I was getting into Twitter war about that earlier, and I thought better of it, and that's why we're here now instead. Oh, did you, did you engage with some gators? <sighs> no. We probably shouldn't talk about right? this. Yeah. Uh, this section's already been Fuck. edited mentally. <laughs> oh, the saltiest ground. Good job, you fucks. <laughs> so, uh, no, I was going to ask you uh, about the. You talked about new mechanics in the new uh, levels of Towerfall. It yeah. used to be it was like wave based respawns, right? Like if one guy survived till the end of the wave, then you came back. Uh, kind of, because it was also that thing about, like, you came back as a statue and could trigger when it exploded, uh, and there was some way to do it where, like, if you made it to the end of the round, then you got, like, a free revive instead of eating up somebody's life. Oh, right, right, right. Um, it was just a life counter. Yeah. Or I, th I think it was, like, if there were no lives left and you made it to the end of a round, it brought the other player back. I think that's kind of what it was. Gotcha. Like, uh, you, you know, uh... BGDH mode. But now it's it's people go down and you revive them. Yeah. But also, and I don't know if this is like a permanent change, but I also have not... They took out the, the whole exploding statue thing. 
Oh yeah. I don't know if that's just like an option that I didn't flip on or something, but like I miss that. I I like being a statue and then just being like, "What's up? I'm back." You could like team kill with that exploding statue, couldn't you? Yeah. There are so many ways to team kill. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fantastic. What kind of new arrows have you got? Talk to me about. I arrows. haven't touched. A, I haven't touched Dark World. I've actually just been like going back through and doing hardcore on all the original because I would love to save something for like playing with real people nearby well hey i mean i'm coming down next week to start working so like sit Yo, tight buddy hey <laughs> yeah like absolutely um i should talk about something that has a heavy online aspect uh but i should talk about that after this commercial break i think this week's episode is brought to us by the difference between objective and subjective Oh, okay. You know about that? Yeah. Actually, it's it's kind of weird. The, this idea came up unrelated from a different person as well. Uh, but okay, it's like this. And it's going to sound mean, but bear with me. Uh, if you hear on the news that, like, a very... Like, like, there was, like, a car accident and a bunch of people died, they would say that it is a sad event. But that's subjective. What's objective is that an event happened that caused a lot of people to get sad. <laughs> what the fuck? Subjectivity is about the passive voice. You see. I thought this was just going to be about the difference between saying I like thing and I think thing is good. You took it to a weird place. Yeah. Is today's sponsor going to be okay with this? I'm not saying don't go to a weird place. <laughs> Today is brought to you by a weird place. It's that, like, spot on the back of your neck that seems to be under the muscle so you can never really itch it without digging in, like, viscerally. Ah, yep. That's a weird place. <laughs> that one might be better. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <sighs> you... you wonder what sucks? This is this week's sponsor. This week's show was brought to you by Circadian Rhythms, and they're fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, ever since I started, like, sleep therapy crap, and, like, I've actually been sleeping at night, mm -hmm. it... I've been getting tired at the same time every night, and I've been waking up regardless at the same time every morning... And it makes me incapable of just, like, taking a nap at any point during daylight hours. And it sucks. It's the worst. You're, you're like, becoming... You're becoming diurnal. You used to be... I don't know what it's called when you just, like, sleep whenever. You and used to be, like, a raccoon, I guess. Like a cat. Yeah. Cat takes micro-naps throughout the day. And only wakes up to run to the food. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of terrible. I don't like not staying up. And I don't like getting up. This, is, but now at least I can expect them. <laughs> I find this really interesting because, like, you're basically just saying, "Man, the way like the majority of people sleep sucks. It's bogus. They go to sleep at night and then they wake up in the morning. It's like." If you're not up all night, 
when do you come up with the best crime fiction? This doesn't make any sense. Because, like, I've dreamed. I've dreamed about that off-and-on schedule that just, like, sleep three hours, be up for eight, sleep three hours, be up for eight, like, ad infinitum or whatever. Yeah, it was great. But I can't do it. Speaking of, like, I've also been dreaming more consistently. That also sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because, like, apparently a lot of my dreams are just, like, living with the knowledge that someone close to me has died recently. But, like, just as far after the fact that it's not all crying and shit. It's just that feeling of just, like, oh, they're not there anymore. (laughs) Those have been my dreams. It's the worst. That's terrible. Do you know what it's like to, like, go to sleep, have a dream that leaves you with a a lingering emotional residue when you wake up and then being awake enough that you can actually deal with the that feeling and having that emotion without being able to just scrub it off by saying this feels terrible let me go back to sleep until it wears off it's given me a problem and taken away my tool fuck circadian rhythms and now back to this week's show Just a lingering dream malfeasance. I think I'm using like, that word properly. It's like, it's kind of like mouthfeel, but it's like brain feel. Oh, you ever get that, that real bad, just like chest feel, that cockle feel? I have actually. Sometimes oh. when you swallow and like, I don't know, for some reason it feels like there's some air stuck in between and you just feel it going down your throat and it hurts. You just have a painful wave going down your throat. You ever get that? A painful yeah, throat wave? Called a um <clears throat> Oh, hang on. It's called a bronchial stigmata. Nope. <laughs> it's bronchial something. Bronchial something is my favorite obscure teenage mutant ninja turtles villain. You said back to the show. Back to the show. You know what else I've been playing? What? I finally finished freaking uh, GTA V. Oh, yeah. I saw you playing that. Yeah. I played, like, a lot of it. Uh, let me... How much time did I put into that? Let's find out. 40 hours. All right. That's... That game's hefty, and after all that time, it had, like, the weakest ending. How did you feel? Did you enjoy the adventures of Meth Daryl? Uh, he was pretty cool, actually. But, yeah, so then the other thing is, like... The the story mode is sort of whatever. Um, it ends. It's weird. It doesn't hold together well. I'm going to write a piece about it at some point as soon as I remember. So, uh, like, the three guys, I'm guessing, like, one of them is trying to get into the game, one of them is trying to get out of the game, and one of them has just been eaten up by the game, and that guy has met Daryl. Is that the relationship? No, he's a CEO. What? <laughs> Of Meth Daryl Industries Incorporated LLC. They have a house and a truck and eventually a strip club that his cousin friend gave back to him. Don't look in the fridge. So who's trying to get out of the game, but they get pulled in for just one more job? Uh, That's uh, Bermuda Shorts. He's got... 
So that's the thing. Like, you would think that they would do some elegant thing of just like, oh, these guys have a history together, and this story is about their stories, like, coalescing back into one. It's really not. It's about one guy who, like, it's weird. The one who's trying to get in to the game is also the one who is, like, most being back pulled back into the game he's trying to get out of by getting into this game. And that's uh, that's Franklin. That's, like thug life but i want to be like an actual criminal i want to be a career criminal not a thug oh wait so he's like he's like i'm tired of holding crack for people i want to get into the real game of robbing banks yes that is exactly his thing <laughs> okay. but then like by the, but so it becomes this weird thing because like the the actual story plot of everyone is stagnation because like franklin is like yo i'm gonna hang out with these dudes because they're like actually robbing banks and we're getting like two million a job and it's great and now i have this sweet apartment because you got to invest the money or something i don't know wheelchair guy said this was a smart thing to do there's a wheelchair guy uh the feds will definitely not like take an interest if somebody starts spending exorbitant amounts of money out of the blue and is not employed you got to invest it that's the smart way to do it um it's a really that game is pretty it's got some of the best wet pavement I've seen since Sleepy Dogs. Oh, yeah? I'll put that out there. But yeah, so then, like, his whole thing is, like, over the whole course of the story, like, he gets out a little bit, and then all of his, like, friends from the hood just, like, keep showing up and are like, yo, you know, what happened to loyalty and family? And what, you think you're so much bigger than us now? Also, please come back and keep saving our asses, because we're fucking up so badly at crime. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like... That's his story, and Michael's story, Bermuda Shore's story, is all about, like, listen, I faked my death, I'm out of the game, what? I have all of this money. Oh, wait, my family sucks. Oh, wait, uh, people are mad at me because of that whole faking my death thing. Why are they so mad at me because I faked my death and turned my back on the life I knew? I don't know. Now they're back, and okay, I guess we're just doing more of that crap again. Um, and then Trevor is just, like... Um, uh, would you say Meth Daryl? Meth Daryl is just all like, like, hey, I own a company because I wrote the name, my name on the side of my trailer and added ink at the end. And we steal a helicopter and we write the company name on that. And then just like keep showing up and just being like, yeah, no, everything we're doing now is for the company. What are you doing? Mainly robbing banks and selling meth out of the same busted ass gas station. Like, it's just this weird thing. Like. Everything changed, like, everything stays the same for everybody. The only thing that changes is now these three people meet, and they each keep getting into, pulled in to help with each other's stagnation. Huh. It's really weird, and kind of sucks. Is it kind of like a Guy Ritchie movie, except, like, it's not, I mean, like, the Guy Ritchie movie is, like, Here's all these people that are tangentially related to this thing that's going to happen. And then this thing that happens just fucking blows up. But this just sounds like, here's all these people that are tangentially related to robbing banks, I guess. They suck. Yeah. Well, it's weird, because, like, there's a last mission in the game where they're just like, listen, man, like... We, we're in big, because, like, now we got the Chinese mafia are mad at us, we got these street thugs who are mad at us, we got the, you know, the the FBI replacement who are all mad at us, and we got the, like, small town police who are mad at us. Basically, everyone that we've taken from over the course of this game is now mad at us. 
and you're thinking like, oh man, so this is going to go to like some sort of huge shootout at the end. No, it's just like, all right, the three of us are going to split up. Each one of us is going to hit a target. You kill three people and then the game ends. What? Yeah, because it's just like, if we don't take care of these guys, it's going to be a huge problem and shootout. And then you just take care of it. Wait, so the solution is just like to shoot the Chinese mob and the FBI and the other guys? Yes. I mean, at least you get to do it yourself, and maybe I was just good at the game after, like, 35 hours, but it's just like, roll up on the bike, oh, hey, here's the car with the guy in it. Crash the bike into the side, shoot them in the face, jump off the cliff, and they can't follow. And then go to the other guy, just like, oh, hey, there are the thugs in the park. Hit the one I want with the car, and back up and drive away so the rest can't get me. And then, I forget what the last guy was. I think you just, like, push him out of a plane, and that's it. Huh. It It's really, like... It's annoying because I appreciate it because it's like, no, you guys did this really efficiently. Clearly, you are very good at crime now, especially working together. Then the credit troll, you're just like, that was the least dramatic climax I have ever seen. Like, it's weird. They Like, if you look at any one of their stories, it's pretty good. It's pretty interesting. The way, like, Michael loses his family and then, like, earns their trust back and they, like, become this terrible, every one of us is terrible, we're family terrible sitcom kind of crap, I'm down with that. Trevor and, like, learning what his whole, like, mental state, you know, how is it that he's buying into himself as a CEO but also still living in a trailer, I'm into, like, learning about him. Michael, or Franklin, I wanted to see him come out of the hood and, like, make something of himself. And, hey, invite your friends up and just be like, hey, I have all the money now. I, you know, I pay back, I, you know, I keep family in the loop, come join me. But, like, it's just, like, any one of those by themselves would have worked. But they tried to just, like, keep switching it, so pacing never works, it just, it never comes together, and then it's like, well, how do we pay this off? Well, we kind of don't, just put this guy in a drunk, push him into lake, game over. Hmm. I was kind of um, hoping you were going to say, like, I don't know, and the end is, like, a uh, fucking race to the border or something no i mean like there's some good scenes in the middle but just the way that the pacing works especially with switching between everybody just like the big beats don't hit at the right times it's just really weird is it the sort of thing where you're like progressing different narratives separately so some people just kind of stay the same for a while while you move on somebody else's story not even it's it's kind of worse than that because like Every, like, there's always, like, one story mission that, like, the, like, the main story is just, like, always, like, you know, here's the next main story mission, be the guy who needs to activate it and go there, and then sort of everyone comes in on it. So it's just, like, do you have your other stuff to do, or, oh, no, we're just not working on your story right now. It's not even that it's, like, it, we're not looking at it because video games. It's just, oh, you're just here helping us and just ignoring whatever you were doing. It's really weird, like... Kind of huh. the reason everyone's story stagnates is because two of them have to come help out the third guy for 30 hours. Hmm. Um, but then, I actually jumped into GTA Online. Yeah, what's that like these days? Because I heard, like, when it launched, it was just a flaming wreck. Well, when it launched, it didn't have heists. And the thing is, heists are kind of what it's all about. Um, Because it without the heist, it's kind of just like APB was. Um, okay. So it's just, like, open world where there's just, like, deathmatch and, you know, open world races all over the place. But why do you want to do those? Oh, to level up to get bigger weapons. Okay. And also some of these, you know, 
10 year old, 15 year old kids are just like, they had, so this is what, and it, I'm surprised because it actually took like three days of playing to before running into this, but just like, oh, hey, kid on voice chat, clearly like with braces and with his like little brother sitting next to him, like tank that he bought with his mom's credit card while only playing for like an hour and all the best guns and just he's just running people over for fun, um, which is weird. Because at first it's just like, oh, well, this is griefing. This isn't fun. And then you realize, like, there's a system for putting bounties on people's heads. You can hire mercenaries to go after specific players. Uh, when you are an asshole like that, you're highlighted on everybody's map and you are actually rewarded for taking out players like that. All right. So it became this weird thing where just like I was just like, all right, I'm just going to stand in front of your tank and you're going to hit me a hundred times. And then every other player in the world was going after this one guy with me. <laughs> um, and it became interesting. Uh, and then the actual like missions and, um, heists are kind of your PVE stuff. Like it's kind of like a raid. It's, I got in on one where we were, it was like step three in a five step heist plan. Like they're broken down into individual mission parts okay. of the heist. And it was like, like, okay, everyone meet on the beach, get in the dinghy, go out to the aircraft carrier, steal the prototype jet. One person flies that back to shore while three other people are in F-14s just shooting down all of the interceptors they're sending after you. What the fuck? But it was good because it was like, it was like just shooting dudes with guns and hiding behind cover and just like you shoot a dude in the head and experience pops off of them. Like, it kind of felt good. It kind of felt like one of those games and it was all right. But it was also weird because I was the only person with a level in the single digits still. So like, I'm mm. here with a pistol and a hammer and everyone else is just around me with like full body armor and crazy like army of two death face masks and like AK 47s with every single attachment. And just like, I don't know. It was in, it was an interesting mix that that was happening, but I also did not feel like they were carrying me, mm -hmm. especially because then we all like, I have my hammer. I got into a jet. I'm just like, let's do this. And then I started racking up the kills because nobody else knows how to fly. Yeah. It doesn't matter, you know, cause the jets, yeah. the jet. But, like, that part's actually really fun, and I want to play all of that. Like, that is some Dang. good co-op shooting action. It's weird, because the game's kind of like a competent shooter. Like, really? Maybe that's because I'm playing it on keyboard and mouse. And they did do a lot of control changes for, uh, like, the first-person mode. And, like, people are just like, mm. no, we're just going to, like, rebind where a lot of things are placed. That this feels more like a a, a first-person shooter. And... It works all right. You got have you like, been have you been playing it first person primarily? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, hmm. And just like I'm weird because I play Saints Row kind of the same way, but like driving on keyboard and mouse doesn't really feel weird. Like flying works. Uh, helicopters are okay. Um, the only thing that's weird and like super janky is that. So when you're in first-person mode, they increase your default walk speed so it feels more like a first-person shooter and you don't have that, like, momentum walk that you get in third-person character huh, games these okay. days. But so when you're in a house, you can't – it slows you down because you're in, like, a, a non-combat zone. So you can't run unless you jump out to third-person camera, at which point then you're still at the same, like, slowed speed, but now you can run. It's – but that's like the jankiest thing I can say about it. So if you like, if you were watching two people like walk down the street and one of them was in first person and one of them was in third person, would you see a difference between them? 
the one that would be walking faster, basically. Huh. Did they have to, like, do new animations and shit? No, I don't think so. Like, it's kind of nuts, because it's, like, even the little things. Like, there's one mission where you're at a construction site, and just, like, walking up and just watching the dude, like, push the button in first person, like, it still works well. Like, it seems like they just, like, mounted a camera to, like, the head of the model, and it works. Which, the other reason why I think that might be exactly what they did is if you catch the light right and you look at your own shadow while walking in first person, the rest of your body jiggles way more than your head does, which I imagine is because they had to tone down that jiggle or else people would get motion sick. Mm. Weird. But like, yeah, no, it's it's weird, but it works. It's actually really fun, and I want to play more of that. Um, and then if you, like, don't want to deal with assholes, like, there is just passive mode. So you just hit a switch, and you're just like, all right, you, other players have no physics on me now. And that's it. Like, you can't pull out a gun, but, like, other people... If, if another person is in a car, the car can't hit you. The only thing you can do, which you're really a jerk for, and they're smart enough to, like, to like punish you for doing it, is you can be in passive mode, driving a car, go full speed towards somebody, and dive out at the last second, so that, mm-hmm. that way you're not the active driver of the car, so it gets physics back. But then it's smart enough that, like, it'll actually count that kill for you and just be like, hey, now you got to wait a minute before you can go back into passive mode. Nice. And they do, like, a, like, a, a, like the, um, low rank queue sort of thing. Like, if enough people just say, hey, this dude's an asshole, then you start only playing with other people rated as assholes. Huh. All right. So it's, it's a decent experience. And, like, like, you got to be into that, like, open world, hey, you're going to be doing races for a little while and, like, people just running around and doing whatever. But, like, the the heists and the co-op missions are actually pretty cool and you're doing like fun interesting action movie stuff it plays pretty well and it's it, it's it's fun it's solid it's way better than i was expecting it to be i thought it was going to be a hot mess but it's i want more of it so like how split up is it between like missions and just like people wandering around the city like do you, like if you're just wandering around the city do you see people like you know robbing a bank or whatever or is that like instanced away somewhere so there is some like actiony stuff you can do in free roam mode but like as soon as you say like hey i want to do this mission or hey i want to have a street race it pulls you back to like a halo style lobby screen and it's just like all right Click here to invite players. Click here to invite everybody in your like instance of the overworld, mm. and then you're super instance into an underworld. But that's also cool because then like they can't grief you while you're on your mission. It actually lets you set like like when you're setting races, you can do like, do I want traffic? What time of day? Where do you do? Apparently, there's a big like editor system where you can just like cr- like define your own like checkpoints for race courses and do interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. I think um, you can even do like prop placement and stuff because there was this one deathmatch that I joined into where it was like on a closed off bridge with with tons of like burned up wrecks on it for cover like it felt like a like a it felt kind of like that scene in um uh Left 4 Dead where you're running across that bridge okay as a deathmatch map and like I think a player created that and then it just got sort of pulled into the loop of like hmm. hey people can just host this and, and you can join into it weird yeah but it, like if it's that good then like I need to play around with that cause like yeah yeah 
I like driving around that world. It's less like heavy and simmy than people complained about for for being. Got bikes. Got doom buggies. One of my housemates has a copy of four, I think. I've never Four's really played and enjoyed a GTA game. Should I check it out? Mm. <laughs> um. It's worth checking out. I mean, I liked Saints Row 3 well enough. Apparently not enough to like actually finish it, but... Yeah, you gotta finish co-op in that. Yeah. I still got characters. I gotta finish 3 again so I can go to 4 so I can play the Saints Save Santa. Saints Save Christmas, whatever it was, DLC. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What was that? Huh? What you was what? over there. What? No. Okay. Don't worry about it. All right. Okay. Uh, this has been Late Night Gaiden. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. It's an Elite Studios podcast. You, if you want show notes, which this game never, this podcast never really has, um, you go to elitecustodios.net slash podcast. Uh, you can subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. You can follow our YouTube channel where you're still doing uh, XCOM stuff. Yeah. Um, actually, i got to make the XCOM either tonight or tomorrow morning. Probably make it tonight, upload it overnight. Um, I did a little streaming of GTA the other day. I'm almost wondering if maybe I should do something with the GTA Online, make a video out of it. Cause I'd you'd like to that? see what that looks like. I bought a cool car and then totally flipped it with a guy in it. That was fun. All right. Um, Did you take him to the ocean? Oh, it was actually great. That mission where we all met on the beach, just like two guys were already parked there, like waiting outside the boat. And then just I show up, fly off the cliff, land sideways, get out of the car, and just like, all right, well, that's parked there. (laughs) Just run up with my hammer. That's where my car lives now. I'm going to stop recording now. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Until next time, it's a podcast. Should we clap? Uh, no, because we became robots a lot, so I'm going to have to work anyway. Oh, Jesus, okay. I'm uh, sorry. That's cool. Uh,